What's up, everyone? Another podcast special fueled by purpose. We are here with the lovely Jesse Wu. Marcus is in the building per usual. Jess, you're, you're Haitian. That's how I have to start because I'm Haitian. We have to start with you being Haitian. Mm. But the question is because we're both Haitian. And you oh, know God. That. I'm kind of Haitian because I like Haiti. She, yes. You got to give me that. A Haitian by She goes to Haiti all the time. She goes to Haiti all the time. People be like, you been there that much? Yes. Yes. That's she okay. She can say she's Haitian. Katrina, don't be laughing because I can be a little bit. And they just <laughs> approve that. That's right. I approve it. We approve. But the question is like, how Haitian are you? Like, you know that question. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, how Haitian mm-hmm. are you? I'm so Haitian. <laughs> I wear socks with open toe shoes. Okay. All right. That's Haitian. <laughs> but like, you just had the flu. Did you get the rub down with Louis Le No, because my mom's not here. And my grandma's not here, so I didn't get the Ludomaski tea. I didn't get the the bang. I didn't get none of that. I had to settle for their flu and prayer. Damn. <laughs> and hope for the best. Ludomaski tea is like a... It's, it's castor oil. It's castor oil. It's, but it's Haitian but it's castor oil. Y'all got to teach me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so Haitian that, like, if I got the hiccups, my parents put a piece of thread on my forehead. <laughs> so, this, like, that ever happened to you? <laughs> You, you experienced that before? I thought they don't do that to kids. Not while I was a kid. Like, <laughs> they don't do it anymore, but like they put a piece of thread on your forehead. Yo. So the hiccups will go away. And mm-hmm. it goes away? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. I don't I never heard of this. <laughs> this is new. Yeah. yeah it's just, exactly. It's just like. I'm learning life, about my culture. Life of. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in Canada, which is very Haitian. Tell Variation. Us, tell us about the, you know, kind of the transition of being born in Canada. Were you raised in Canada at all? I was there about, like, until I was, like, seven, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Florida. My parents divorced. My mom um, packed up, and uh, we moved to Miami. And Which is also very Haitian. Very Haitian, too. It's well, a so big, close. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, it's a big Caribbean population in Miami like Miami a lot of people like associated with like being Latino but there's a whole other side which is you know Jamaican Haitian Trini Bahamian Virgin Islands um so it wasn't it didn't take much for us to fit in we fit right on in you know because Miami's like Montreal they're both melting pots so So I guess being on fueled by purpose, we have to ask you, how is your purpose defined by you? I feel like purpose, ooh, how, like how do you define your purpose? I feel like I'm still trying to define my purpose. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I'm it's still, something that's it's, ongoing? Yeah, it's like, an ongoing thing. I listen to T.D. Jakes a lot, uh-huh. and T.D. Jakes has something that he says, I'm paraphrasing, but he says your passion will lead you to your purpose. So I'm definitely passionate about the arts. Like I'm, I've always been passionate about music. I've always been passionate about um, comedy, television, and then I've always been passionate about kids. You know, I I was a a children's ministry leader for a very long time. A lot of people don't know that about me, but I was I was doing that at a mega church in Miami for years. So I think things that I've always been passionate about did lead me to my purpose sort of mm-hmm. but I'm still trying to figure out what is my 
ultimate purpose in life. That's something that's still ongoing for me. So it's ongoing. Yeah. Evolving. I feel like we find that that's a lot of the times that's really everyone's yeah, answer exactly. is like, because purpose is not like just a now thing. It's like over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could be in your purpose at that moment. Right. But then exactly. a couple right. weeks down the line, you know, your right. purpose might change to something else. Yeah. I feel like ultimately though, just in general, I think my purpose is to be a light. You know, I think that's my purpose. To be a light, light, just to be a light, to be um, a light in a lot of dark places. (laughs) Like, you know, it's it's a lot of dark things that happen around here. (laughs) And sometimes I do feel like um, I I get put in certain situations just to bring bring the light, you know. (laughs) And to bring that's a heavy, that's a heavy yeah. burden to bring light to darkness. That's yeah, it is. But I think that just when I look at my just when I look at my life, like I've always been someone who wasn't afraid to speak truths. For instance, like I've always spoken the truth. Even there's been times when like I was ridiculed for it, but you know, in the end, like, I'm always, I always end up being when right. Is a, when is the time <laughs> that you've been ridiculed for it? Oh, so many times. So many times. Is there any, I like, mean, in particular, like, stands out? Oh, like, I'll never forget. It's, it's so funny, because this time last year, I was on Love & Hip Hop. And I remember being on the show and talking about a manager that was on the show mm-hmm. and saying how he was stealing my ideas and and that he was... You know, just doing a lot of shady things, and I was ridiculed the entire season for it, like the mm. entire season. Then, you know, the reunion, and then so I decided not to come back. They asked me to come back, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." Because for um, you, you feel like your integrity, yeah. like your integrity, is bigger than yeah. money. Not just that, but also, you know how television is sometimes, where they rather sensationalize mm-hmm. than actually show truths. Right, right. So they'll show certain things. They won't show both sides. They won't show everything because it's not good for TV. You know what I mean? So then it's so funny because um, the new season recently pr- premiered and everything that I said is now being played out. Everything that I said about that person using my ideas or you know just being shady overall now that same manager is um, stealing from two people Damn, so on the show. Damn, you need to get back on the show. So, no, I don't. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, you, you know, feel like so to, to I don't you see a problem with is that hurting your brand being on there because of? Oh yeah, I think a lot of I think um, whether you realize it or not, a lot of times, just I think that particular franchise, maybe not all reality television shows. I think that particular franchise, it doesn't really help your what you're trying to do. Like at the time, you know, I was being ridiculed for a lot of different things, like music mm. and everything. And then I waited. I almost didn't even release music this last year because of my experience on the show and just experiences just throughout the years. Did that affect and, you and your your mental health at all? Personally? Oh yeah. Like this time last year I was bad. I was bad because I was just watching it. I was like, this is not how this went. Like, just, they they purposely put me in a, like, in a cubicle alone. And there would be a lot of scenes where people spoke up for me. They didn't show that. 
they always showed me kind of off on the side on my own with no support. And me just, it, it just looked like I was pulling for air, like just pulling things out of my ass. I'm sorry. Good. And good then curse. literally, so I was like, no, like I know this is not how this happened. I know I wouldn't react this way. Like if they didn't, if they didn't show everything. So for me, I was like, no. So then now when I look back at it and I'm like, oh, so the same person did what to you now? Oh, okay. But back then you didn't want to you didn't want to speak up. When I was saying it back then you didn't want to speak up for me. So Yeah. You what? know what I'm saying? So just things like that. I always felt like I've always been in that type of situation where I've always told the truth. I've mm -hmm. always shed light in very, very dark places. And in the moment, nobody believes me. You know, even on that show, I spoke about, you know, going, being sexually assaulted. And again, a bunch of people didn't believe me. Well, the people responsible, it's a whole laundry list of other girls coming against, you right. know, the same people. So it's just, I just felt like I've always been in, in the hard, the hard position where, where it's, if you speak up, you run the risk of people turning their backs on you or you run the risk of not being liked. But I've always stood in my truth. And in the end, like, I've always had vengeance, which is I've always been, I've always ended up being right. Did you know what you were getting into when you first got on the show? Um, I, I feel like yes and no, just because I think that everybody's experience going into just... Anything is going to be different, you know, and I think for me it was um, I was spending a lot of time with the creator of the show and she's Haitian as well. And, you know, she just she just promised a lot of things. And, you know, especially when it came to like Haiti, you guys know. Well, I don't know if you know, but Angela, you know, I talk about Haiti all the time mm -hmm. and I use my platform to talk about Haiti all the time. So there were things that were promised to where we were going to go to Haiti and we were going to showcase the country and we were going to do all these different things. And that, of course, did not happen. But I think, again, just going back to purpose, it didn't happen on the show, but God granted me the opportunity to do it on my own. And I went on and I... I recorded music. I went to Haiti and I shot a music video. Yeah, I saw that. That was dope. Yeah. yeah, and so everything that was not done, you know, I ended up doing anyway Which because that was my purpose. You so know? you do, I mean, like, I guess it's really for everybody. You feel like truth over everything. You know what I mean? Like, are, is everyone in here, like, willing to always, like, speak up even when you feel like you'll be ridiculed? Because I feel like mm -hmm. we're in a time where sometimes people won't. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, like, there are some people who won't step up and yeah. be like, yo, like, this is how I feel and I'm sticking with this. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times what I'm seeing is people, one person says it and everybody stands behind that person. You know what I mean? Without there are some leaders True. like in our generation, but I'm just like now speaking in a room full of a lot of leaders, and I'm just wondering like, are there times where that happened to you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it goes to speak to your point about understanding purpose because not everybody's called to, to be the, the spokesperson, right? True. So to speak. Some of us True. are called to the background and support, and there's others who I feel like God or the universe will put you in places or spaces um, where you are standing alone. And, mm -hmm. But that's where getting connected to your purpose becomes so vital and crucial because when those moments happen, they don't completely derail you. Mm -hmm. Like to the gut. I've had it, I mean, every other day. 
You're like, well, this is it, and I'm standing in it. Standing by myself, saying X, Y, and Z, or speaking out about something. um, But I understand that that's connected to who God has called me to be in Mm. every space that I'm in. Right. So when those moments happen, I know that to be so true about myself that I'm not afraid to to say no, that's not right. Or we we should be doing it like this. So finding the, the opportune time to speak out instead of always blurting it out mm-hmm. but understanding how when to, yeah, yeah. When, yeah i know now, for me i'm always i'm willing to say what i gotta say <laughs> i don't sometimes, know if that's a good or a bad thing but i'm like this is how i feel hi i don't care sometimes you gotta mind your business though too <laughs> there are times when you gotta mind Every your business time you it's not your assignment Every exactly, true yeah. project is not your assignment mm-hmm. true. sometimes you and that's where being connected, I guess, to your higher power or whatever your source of giving your direction Yeah, that's where is, it comes yeah. in at. It comes into play. Mm-hmm. It's knowing when to move and when not. And everybody has their own fights, too. Because I, I know me, if I seen somebody, uh, something racist happen to one of my brothers or my sisters, I'm in there with them. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm in there. Right. But if I see like just some kind of like an argument that I know I could probably settle by saying, yo, bro, come over here. I'm out. Yeah. Facts. I'm, yeah, I'm the one that's she she might there. she might drag them. Well, I'm always on like, well, let me tell y'all. <laughs> but I think I'm going into this um just before we before 2020 came, I did a lot of just revisiting a lot of those moments in my life. I'm like, you know what? there is a way to just approach things differently. Mm-hmm. Maybe my approach wasn't always the best. I don't always have the best approach. That's one thing I can say about me. I'm very passionate and uh, I'm very uh, I'm very fiery. So sometimes I might say thing I might say something at first and say it just very and like, I feel like nobody's listening. So then I'm like, well, there is a rape. You know what I mean? like, yeah, then you got to you know change I mean? your then tone. It's like, no. It's like, so I have to figure out how to approach different situations depending on the environment, right, people, right, right. you know, so like. That's, that's huge because like the most important thing is like when you, in the moment, anytime, especially I, I feel like when there's like a business component to it or just like a social component to somebody that ultimately they're not going to go home, they're not going to pay your bills, mm-hmm. they're not going to take care of your family. Thanks. There needs to be, emotion needs to be removed from it. Mm-hmm. Especially like getting your, because getting your point across to that person's not going to change. No, it's not going to change anything. Anything, yeah. right? True. But I think like the the balance of, because there, there are times like even me, I remove emotion from anything outside of my home. Mm-hmm. But even me, sometimes it's like, yo... I know what I'm saying is right, and you gotta hear this shit, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you, you have yeah. to hear this. So, yeah. Um, yeah. there's that, there's that tough. I see what you're saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I, I do have a good question though. Um, so, like, growing up, hey, what you do in as far as like comedy and music, like, was there some kind of restraint in your household? Or and your Zozo, family? we want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be on here like, yo, she be talking open, putting guys up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the, what's open. the family saying? I, I want to hear no, about that. My mom hates it. My mom hates. I I need to hear her. It. I need to hear what she's saying. And I said I'm not gonna do it anymore. Uh, and I told my mom I was like I I, I won't do it anymore. Did she just tell you to stop. <laughs> she's been not liking that, but I, can only I think imagine. that 
I think I think that just for me, I think that what makes it funny for me is just like that's just how me and my friends talk. Like we're like, oh girl, like you know. So then, so then when you do it online, it's just like everybody's chiming in. But I think that the 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 disconnect from my mom is just like my mom's like, no, I don't want Pookie side. Why? Why you do that? You know, like. <laughs> it's like she's just so hurt. She what thinks like that? I'm really out here like <laughs> testing out dicks. I don't know. What she, <laughs> you know, I don't know what she, you know. And so it's like I always have to like convince her like, Ma, it's a joke. She's like, No, no, Pasquet, you know everyone think you have all this zozo at your house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the zozos at your house. It's like so. It's like you know I don't want her to. <clears throat> you know, Haitian parents are very dramatic. Dramatic. So dramatic, yeah. and um, you tell, know, tell them about a dream your mom had. Every oh Haitian person, God. your I mom tells you, I had a dream. Yo, child. it's over. Whatever plans you, you had, home. cancel that. Like, cancel. You can do nothing. Oh, I cancel. had a dream. I don't care if you got to go to the Grammys. The prom. The Grammys, the Grammys are canceled. It's canceled. It's yeah. canceled. It's can- if your no, mom it's had done. a dream. It's over. The Grammys are canceled. <laughs> yeah. So literally, <laughs> for me, I'm just like, oh, I, I. You have to, I had to sit her down and explain to her, it's jokes, you know, like, did you ever joke about Zozo? No. So it's like, she can't relate. <laughs> so she can't relate. But um, I do feel like, um, I feel like what's good about what I've done, I think, is that I've always included my culture, just whether it was in my, the stuff I upload on social media or whether I'm doing a red carpet event, you know, and I just let out a couple Creole words or a couple phrases or if it's in my music, like I've always taken my culture with me because I just wanted to be cool, to be, to speak Creole. Like you see Spanish everywhere. You see so many other cultures celebrated, but I feel like Creole is still one of those languages. It's like when you see people speaking them on, on, on T, when you see people speaking on television, the subtitles are still weird. Like people still act like they can't be resourceful and, you know, translate correctly. Yeah. Just things like that. So I feel like that's always been my reason for including it in everything. So let's talk let's talk a bit about your music. Let's talk about um, also your purpose in when it comes to music Mm -hmm. and just your kind of goals when it comes to that space. Yeah. I mean, music, I've always sang. Like, I grew up singing in church. My mom and my dad met in church. My dad, before he was, well, child, Lord, that's another podcast. But um, (laughs) my dad and my mom met in church. My grandmother, who my dad's mom, she had, her name was Joyeux Juste. And if you say that name in Montreal, it's a big deal. Like, she had a big ministry, big women's ministry. Wow. Oh, wow. And um, it would bring out hundreds, hundreds, sometimes thousands of people on Friday nights. Uh, in the Haitian culture, we have this thing called Cri de Minuit, which is kind of like in American culture, it's revival. And uh, we have Cri de Minuit and we have Jeune. Jeune is like a, a, a spiritual service that happens Saturday mornings. And everybody comes, everybody's head is wrapped and you know, you're there for hours praying, 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 and singing, and just praying, and just interceding. And my grandma had a huge ministry doing that, and that's where my mom and my dad met. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. My dad was preaching. My mom became a choir director. 
So literally, <clears throat> my earliest memories are singing. Wow. And my mom always said that, you know, as soon as I could walk, like if the choir was up singing, like I walked up to the front of the church and I was right there, like, hey, how you doing? Me, 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 me. <laughs> like, That's I can so sing funny. too. So, um, so I always sang, and but throughout my childhood, I think my mom didn't know how to support that other than singing church. Like, Haitian parents, they want you to sing in church. Right. You're not singing outside of church. That is the devil's music. Mm. That is, everything is a devil. Everything. <laughs> everything. This is devil's juice. This is, everything <laughs> is a devil, okay? So um, my mom didn't know how to support that outside of that. And then when I became grown, I remember going to high school. I started going to, you know, studios. But being a young girl, not having the support, <clears throat> I ran into a lot of dark times, <laughs> like dark moments. And um, let's talk about mental uh, health. Let's let's dig into that too. Yeah, I yeah. think just yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> it was bad for my mental. Just I think that the industry is very harsh on women because. You do have the, obviously you have the sexual stuff, but then also like there's things that people don't talk about, like um, the things that women get told about your appearance. Like, well, you don't look a certain way, so you're, you're, you're not pretty. You know, I've had people tell me that I got, you're not pretty, you're mm. dark. Like, I've had producers flat That's out tell crazy. me that. No yeah, way. like, you're dark. You know what I mean? Like, you need to start saying names just, when they say that. You just start, or they're like, well, you just stick to writing. Or, and you, you know, so there will be years and years where I just stuck to writing, but, you know, people will steal your songs. There were, there's a lot of times when I did a lot of references for people and they'd keep my vocals, you know, and like, you don't get the credit. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? So I ran, it ran into a lot of different things that just discouraged me over time. And I was like, you know, this is just not working. At the same time, when I got to college, I went to college for journalism and then being in Miami, a lot of times when you watch television and you watch the news, it's it's more Hispanic focused. So it was hard. A lot of my friends who were black who went to school for journalism, they left Miami. They went to Timbuktu somewhere. They went to Utah. Mm. I wasn't going to go to Alaska for, to, to start my career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, <clears throat> sorry. But um, I just had a lot going on. And so... Um, when I finished college four years ago, I was like, I'm going to just go to New York. I don't know what the fuck going to happen, but I'm just going to New York and see what happens. And then I came here, and that was just like, New York is just, Lord. Concrete jungle. Yeah. yeah. New York is that girl. <laughs> and she's that girl for a reason, because you really got to strap up your boots to make it here. And But I feel like... The hardships I faced here really made me who I am. Like I was all I always knew I was a strong person, but coming here really it 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 showed me what I can do because everybody here is chasing something. Oh yeah. What kind of what kind of experiences did you have that kind of define who you are? The train. The train. <laughs> Patience. The train. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like you know when you first when I first moved to New York, I was like, oh my god, I love the train. Oh, <laughs> the number two train. Sometimes I can catch the five train, and like you know, figured it out, figured, and that slowly turned into oh no, <laughs> the fucking train. Like I cannot do this train. Like I cannot. These people is crazy. They spit on you. They push you. They every time they y'all got a moment. Uh, can I have a moment of y'all time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know what time it is when you hear that. While you're listening to something, yeah, you're like, damn, Yo, bro. they about to start performing. They got their kids on there begging you for money. It's just like, it just became this thing. It was like, oh, my gosh. Like, the riding the train went from a great experience to just testing me every day, going to work. And then also, I think, looking for a job. Looking for a job, um... With all the education that I have, still, when you come to New York, everybody looking for a job. And it is, we're talking about millions and hundreds of millions of people are looking for the same job you're looking for. Well, my question is, how do you not get discouraged, right? Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that get discouraged. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're looking for jobs, you can't find it. you new in a new environment, whether that's New mm -hmm. York or wherever they move mm -hmm. to. How do you not, how did you not get discouraged? I was hungry. I think just point blank simple. I got, I was, I, well, I still got discouraged, but I just didn't give up. Like, I would go to work all the time crying. Like, it, it got to a point where I would go to work crying. Like, I'll be on the train crying to go to work. I'm about to open the door and I'm crying. I'm like, God, I do not want to be here anymore. Like, I want to be on red carpets. I want to be on television. You know, I was taking acting classes and I couldn't keep up with it because of my job schedule. And then I remember one day I went to work and they were like, you're fired. And I was like, God, I wanted to leave. I ain't want to get fired. <laughs> like, I know you were going to do it like that. Yeah, like, I was like, well, this is, this is the remix. <laughs> this is not the original. This is the remix. This is not what I asked for, Lord. So, um, you know, and I remember around that time I had just got an apartment. So <clears throat> I didn't know what the hell I was going to do, like. Every day I was discouraged, but I think just, I don't know, I come from a, the women in my family are very, very strong. My mom, she was a single mom, four kids, you know what I mean? Um, my aunts, my cousins, everybody just works so hard. And so I remember even in the midst of all that, I didn't ask anybody for help. And when I look back, that was not a good decision. Because when you're down and out, you should ask for help. Yep. But I think that's just my, that was my pride. I was like, well, I, a lot of people let yeah. their pride lead. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I moved here. I got to figure it out. The, that bell ringing. I feel like I was hearing that every day. Like the clock was ticking. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Literally every day. Rings. What <laughs> am I going to do? So, um, so I think that just, I just didn't give up. I was discouraged, but I didn't give up. I think that's that's definitely one of the biggest things is like while we're going through what we're going through is not giving up. I mean, mm -hmm. I know anyone who's in this room knows what that's like. Yeah. We're gonna we're always doing something, even now. It's like yeah. it's just not giving up on yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The biggest blessings are on the other side of like all that adversity. Mm -hmm. so but it just sounds so cliche. You're like, don't good, give right? up. Keep yeah. going. Be inspired. Right. You know, and everyone gets tired of hearing that. But the truth of the matter is that's what works. Yeah. That's Prayers, dedication, like being committed to why you started, I think mm -hmm. is probably one of the biggest things. It's like, I'm doing this because this is what I want and I'm not going to give up until yeah. I get to it. 
and then you keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Past there is the next goal. Yeah. But it's setting goals and then not giving up. Yeah. 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 I like no. what you said, being committed to why you started. It's, it, you got to have mm-hmm. that. Because if you don't have that why, I think, in, in your head, you have nothing to go fall back on. No. So when you're yeah. like, I can't, you know what, I forgot, I told myself, like, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. Is this, or, you, or you're not going to be happy. No. You know? Yeah. Now, now has your show affected your dating life with, with guys or guys approaching you yeah like being on the show last year is it attracting oh no away? man listen i've gone i've done so many things post that sh- post that show yeah. that i shouldn't have because i was on it but god is faithful what i'm asking you about and is dating are, are the right guys approaching you i mean dating what is that are you do you have a man no what is that what is, what is a man? man? Yeah, I don't know what that is. He is in front of <laughs> that's you. How Men are in dating. the room. <laughs> that's much. That's how much I'm not dating. Like I'm not. Oh, you just no, I don't date. Just because of time, like you, you focus. So I just, just think like, guys are weird. There. So you date They're women? Different. No, are you dating women? I don't date Hold women. Does that, that say something bad? No, 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 no. I mean, I don't date women, um, but I don't date. Period. No. Uh, is, there, you, is there a category for that? Are you to be in a relationship? I would love to, but I'm not dating, so I don't know how that's going to happen. It's asexual? <laughs> you just don't, not interested in... She's interested, but she's saying that they're weird. Like They're, they're weird. weird. Like, men are weird. Just men are weird. They're different. They're different. The, I, I think, okay, so I think, me, okay, <laughs> I think you're, men... You're a married man. It's yes, a lot different. Exactly. Okay, see, so you... If, yeah, no. Yeah. Men are weird. Like... Explain yourself. Have you have you dated all different races? No, I would love to date. So you gotta open up. Race. You yeah. might just be dating one weird race or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or one no, weird, think, one weird type. No, the thing is, I think too. I think that men sometimes, like if they know who you are, they feel like they gotta act a certain way, and they gotta like. Don't they gotta just do dumb? It just be dumb. It's just I, said, I don't got. That's what I'm the, talking about. Yeah. But like, Some. do you not remember? You were sitting right there. What did you say? That he tried to say that he feels like guys have to do certain things in order yeah. if you're in the industry and then the because guys don't because you're in the industry yeah. they have to act and do things a right. certain way. Because in normal places where most women, regular women, meet guys. Are places that you will not be in. Right? That's not true. That's, that's not nece- that's not necessarily true. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I, I, I can't walk to Walmart or that in Walmart. That is not true. I go to Target. I go everywhere. That's what, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. But you you're not. Are you up for Same. the conversation? Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, it depends on how you approach the person. Exactly. Now, if you come like a weirdo, you stand at the end of the aisle, just like yeah. staring, and then you're like, "Is hey, that what happens?" Now you're weird. Now you're <laughs> hey. creepy. Or like I've for me, it. I just have like, "What's the right approach?" I'm it'll sorry. Be, like, I feel like sometimes people just approach me really stupidly. Like, well, I, what's I, up, I was ma? at a, yeah, or I was at a baby shower the other day, and there weren't a lot of seats, and there was like a seat that I was trying to get to, and somebody took it, and this guy was sitting somewhere else. He was like, "Oh, you can have my seat." I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, tell me a joke, though. See, that's weird. Right. I respect it. Like, tell no. me a joke, though. You know what I mean? Like, no. you ain't got no Zozo joke or nothing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, just... No, now... now you, you dance right. The just, nah, it's weird. Not, I'm not cool like, for your seat, It's bro. right. It's just... No. Exactly. Yeah. Just things like... <laughs> he yeah, wanted me to that. cool for my seat. Like, no. it was just like... I, did, I said you can have your seat. No, yeah. literally, I sat down and I just ignored it. I was just like... 
because my feet was hurting. So I was like, let me just sit down. But literally, like, just <laughs> moments like that is just like, I'm not going to want to talk to you. I'm sorry. Like, but it, all right, what's the right approach? Because it's like, the guy's gonna free you gotta when you have a position of some kind of influence guys see you on tv guys see your success they they know about you elsewhere that moment is their moment that they're going to bump into you they're gonna freeze up they're gonna shit on yourself uh, tell me a joke i sure hope you aren't like uh, guys are gonna some guys are gonna do that but it might be the guy of your dreams that just shit well, on himself no, the the and if he did that he needs to go ahead and go go get some diapers <laughs> no what's the what, right approach the guy of my dreams is not going to be um i feel what? like sometimes it's just disrespectful just certain approaches it's like don't approach me like you already know me if you're trying to get to know me. Yeah. You How know do you what I mean? approach said person that you don't know? Hi, nice to meet you. What's right. Your name? Hi. Right. That simple. Start hey. Hey. Right. You know, we're at a setting where there's an open bar or whatever. Like, I know you ain't paying for the drink, but damn, just do you want do you want me to go get you something to drink real quick? Like something. You know what I mean? Like just be normal, act normal. What's gonna be your response? Sure, yes. A bitch is thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, just be normal. Like, I feel that sometimes men, because they assume that you're hanging around certain people, and you're really not. Like, I'm pretty sure you can attest to that. You probably lead a very normal life. I'm you pretty, go to the grocery store. I'm pretty normal. You go pick up your child. You Katrina, you agree? I'm not normal. <laughs> I mean, okay. The reality is you're in front of the... Well, I mean, you can't be no, normal, right? But you can be right. normal, but you're just in front of folks. Right. Very normal. Right. Minus like a couple things that are, would be abnormal. Not even abnormal. <laughs> All right. Don't put everything on front of you. <laughs> no, minus like one or two things that wouldn't be a part of the average person's routine. Mm -hmm. routine. You know what, what I will say even to like our friendship is but very normal. Else, like, like how she conduct, how she moves and, and lives and dresses and, and acts yeah, outside she, of that is... I agree. I agree. But you can't be normal in certain situations. You, you can't. Like, she can't be normal in certain You can't be normal in certain well, situations. Well, I can't. I'm always normal. Girl. I will be dressed in a ball gown normal. Angela? Right, I'm not dressed in a ball gown right? normal. Come on. No, you act like yourself. You're talking about certain, you're talking about there's certain mm -hmm. instances where she can't. There's like, no way. You can't go walk through the mall. You cannot. I can go through the mall though. Okay. Yeah, All right. Like, yeah, can we you film walk it? through the mall. Can we film? Yes, can we you bring can film cameras? It, you're gonna see how right. normal it is. Okay. Bros about now, me, my old now, hometown. Take me. Now All people right. are gonna. Stop I'm not. I'll stay. I'm gonna stay ten really. steps behind you because I don't have the time. No, like twenty minutes. Actually. No, I don't have. And then, and this is another case. If you rolling with me, I'm not going to let some random guy run down on you. Yo, Angela, let me holler. I'm not. I'm gonna be like, yo, she's good, bro. She's good, bro. If I'm if I'm with you and we walking and we yo, let's go out for drinks, cool. And some random guys run down on you. I'm like, yo, bro, chill. Unless I'm gonna look at you like you good. Like that's there's gonna be a buffer anywhere you go. I mean, of course, obviously, obviously there huh? are certain. Yeah, obviously there are gonna be moments. There's ways to do it. They're still right. There's still away, ways. Nobody, nobody gave them the blueprint. There's I'm no talking blueprint. to all my guys out there. You gotta be organic and natural. Yeah, do it. That's their natural reaction. You telling them to not to be the their natural reaction. Well, tell you me know a what? Joke. What's meant to be will be. That's how I yeah. feel. Yeah. Right. You know what? I think the best piece of advice is just don't be a. Oh, I don't want this to sound a certain way. 
But if you're trying to get with someone who is in a limelight, and I think that, that this goes for guy or girl, don't approach that person like a fan. Just don't approach them like you're being a fan. The moment you approach it that way, that's it's it. Over. It's over. So don't say tell me a joke. Don't say tell me a joke. Tell us, don't, don't say, say yo, Angela, I got this, I got an idea for this event. And I, I would business. love for you we to do business all day. Right, but then it's the I mean, that's you not gonna, gonna get me yet. Exactly. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, guys are they they trying to find their way. They're trying to meet somebody good, somebody that can guess, treat child. them well. Guys are weird. I, I I hope that in this new decade that men also learn how to court. I think that's just another thing. Like, men just don't know how to court. What There's no courting. Well, I court my wife. Th- every we're not day. talking about you. We're not men. talking about you. Well, you can't say I'm a man. You can't say that I men don't court. I'm a man. You are a man. Oh, that is that's actually I am in I enjoy I understand that, but we're talking court. about men in general. I, have, I know like this gentleman over men. here. He's a single man and he courts women. Court. He's not a player. He courts He's women. He's putting you on. He said going to date. <laughs> I know this brother right here. Huh? Oh. Who got a brothel? You said he courts women. <laughs> right. Right. I said he's a single man, but if he was, I know. You his, did make it sound like he's running a brothel. Women. He said women. He knows how to treat a lady. This brother here, he knows how to treat. This man right here with the blue hair, he knows how to treat a lady. How do you how do you push your wife to do things? You know? Yeah, how did you? Uh, how do I? I mean, well, I'll I'll tell her like, hey, I'll, excuse me. Well, we met in high school. See, they got the cute story. Oh. It's not like we the rough ones school. where you like. I just I didn't know if I even liked this dude. And then. <laughs> they loved each other from day one. Oh. No, nah, for real. I mean, I don't think she loved me, but I I loved her at <laughs> first sight off the rip. I was like, I need that. I, I want to follow her home, literally. <laughs> That's some weird shit. She was so beautiful. Now me, I don't want to just follow you home. Like, I, can I just Does follow you home? This? Yeah, I told all okay. these crazy ass stories. <laughs> but yeah, she was she was special to me, and it was just like it was mutual. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But the, the way we keep our relationship going now home. is like I know what she likes. She knows what I like. Mm-hmm. She'll sit through a Knicks game, know they about to lose, but be like, <laughs> she will Not encourage knowing they about to lose. Yeah, no she'll act like she don't lose. know what's about to happen. Like, oh, we got this one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Now we got this one the whole time knowing. Yeah, like, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> but in reality, like, we, we go on dates a lot. We, you know, dinners, we'll mm-hmm. get dressed up, go places, That's concerts. Yes. You're a great example. Right. right. She, we need to get her in the lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She's awesome. Absolutely, she's the dopest. She's, literally, like okay, what you I'll see give, here is. I'll give all you. Of her I'll give you an example of one thing. What? What? One thing a guy did I didn't like. So I met a guy um, during Kwanzaa crawl. I don't know if you guys know what Kwanzaa. Yeah, crawl is. I happened That's to like be out there. Week. I was Yo. in Brooklyn. You did it? Oh, you did it? No, I, 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 I almost did, and then when I got there, there was no one there. So uh, <laughs> what time did you go? I don't know. We were late. <laughs> you were mad late, <laughs> but um. So I was at one bar and like, you know, I'm just like in the cut, whatever. And um, my friend, like she sees this guy and she's like, yo, she invites him over to come talk to us. And, you know, I don't think he had any idea who I was, which was great. So, you know, we're talking and um, I asked him for his Instagram. He was like, no, 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 you know, I'm too grown for that. Let me get your number. I'm like, all right, cool. We exchanged numbers. Cool. <laughs> he a hoe. <laughs> That's so, what Katrina said. He a hoe. 
But you know what? I, I'm, I'm gonna get to that. But it, so, so, so we exchanged numbers. All right, cool. So I don't hear. This is like this was like on the 26th of December. I didn't hear from him until New Year's Day. He's like, oh, happy New Year. Oh, wow. Oh, he's yeah. with his girl. He's busy. But whatever. Hey, whatever. You gotta, hey, gotta play right. house. You gotta happy see what you have to do. Yeah, right. So happy New Year. I'm like, I think I answered him, and then he asked me what I was up to, but. On New Year's Day, like I fell sick with the flu. So I didn't text him back till like two days ago. But I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I was sick with the flu, whatever. He's like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Not that's what's up. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Get better? How you feeling? Right, right. That's what's so, up. Right. So then, then he went on to ask me all that. So then like in the, the same text uh, conversation, he asked me like, so what you up to like several times? Like, what you up to? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm just taking it easy. I'm getting over the flu. And like an hour later, he's like, what you up to now? I'm the like, same thing. <laughs> so then I text him back. I said, so how many times are you going to ask me what I'm up to until you, um, until you call me? And he was like, oh, LMAO, um, you know, everybody likes to text. <laughs> LMAO. <laughs> everybody likes to text. You know, nobody likes to talk anymore. I'm like... No, I'm actually one of those people who doesn't mind getting a phone call or, you know, better yet, going out. He's like, oh, word. All right, that's what's up. Never heard from him again. Nothing again. That man wanted a, he wanted a, he wanted a pen pal. Yeah, you see how it goes? Like, you like, just wanted to text You'd be like, bro, don't just text me and ask me what I'm doing. Why? Why? Right. Why? What you up to? What's oh, up? Man. What's up? He what you up to? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't want no pen pal now. You can hit me here and there, but if you ain't calling me, FaceTime me, seeing me, going on dates... This is not official. That's we are it. pen pals. That's, that's it. So yeah, I think that's just that's what I mean, like just courting and I don't know. I think we're just men are losing it. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. That's that's tough to say. It's really it might be you and where you're meeting these guys at. It, it might be like, why do so many women have the same stories? Right. It's where y'all probably in and the same I, spot. It's entertain the same thing. Exactly. But it's like it's so many of the same stories. Yeah. And people, some of them even date other races all over the place. Very similar. Some of them are successful here and there once in a while, but it takes a lot more effort now to find like the right thing. Yeah. Because everybody's pen pals now. Because you're you talking got, about all these women, yeah. Yeah. You you get on social media, you find a pen pal. You y'all DM and all like I years ago, like when Instagram first started, like I would find myself DMing somebody like for months. No phone just no nothing. Months. Yet. Like I'm in college and like you just Months, 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 and it's like, okay, no, I, I can't do this, right. <laughs> like, you know. So yeah. successful, beautiful, got their stuff together, women, and they can't find nobody. Yeah. Yeah, standards is too high. That's what it Negative. is. So what are the standards? So what should our standards be? Well, wait. <laughs> 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 so what should our standards? Put Katrina on the camera so we can know <laughs> she ain't got no standards. <laughs> Lies. So. What should we didn't be, get a chance for Katrina. So what should be our standards? Well, I think I, I think some of the barriers have to be removed. There's 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 barriers now or or checkpoint. You got all right, cool. Let me see. All right, you look good. Cool. All right, you're talking about great things. Let me see your social media. What you said. Let me check this nigga's social media. Okay, he he only got eight followers. That's crazy. He only has eight followers. Oh, that is not what you know. Hold on. I'm, I'm you asked me for something. Subconsciously, you're looking. All right, cool. That's not normal nowadays for you to have eight followers. All right, cool. Eight followers. All right, cool. Like, why you got eight followers? Because I'm just saying, like, you you have that, (laughs) and then it's like, all right, cool. He he rather text 
as opposed to calling well, without then, setting those standards. In that conversation, he told me he didn't have Instagram. He's like, "Oh, I don't have Instagram, mind you." But you asked for it though, because that was a yeah, that was a checkpoint for you. You want to see that? Well, because I wasn't gonna ask him for his number. I, yeah, I didn't know right, where. I respect, I yeah, that. I didn't know I where that. the the conversation was gonna go. So I was just like, "Oh, we'll follow each other, Instagram. whatever." But he told me he didn't have an Instagram. So then when he started what's up and me to death. I went online to look for his Instagram, and he he had an Instagram. I, got a, I have a question for you. So, mm-hmm. so did, why are you lying about having Instagram? But I want y'all to be as vulnerable as possible here and just be honest. Mm-hmm. If you see a man's, if he's taking bad, he's, you met him in person, he's everything that you you like in person, but on social media he takes bad, you know the fuzzy pictures. On, he, I ain't going to lie. He did have a receding hairline on his IG. Now I didn't see the. <laughs> he had on the hat. You know he had on the hat. He had on the hat <laughs> yeah. at the you know at Kwanzaa crawl on Instagram. He his hat. hairline was definitely missing. So <laughs> I was I was a little taken. That's stress. He's I was stressing taken, over you. I was taken aback, but I was willing to. Yeah, his hairline was taken aback. <laughs> I was taken aback, uh, but I was willing to look past that. You know, I mean, you could work on that. Right. Instagram is like, come on, that's it. Yeah. That's not that so, t- like, if he's taking bad pictures just, on social I media, delete it. Get rid of it. If you cannot uphold it, just delete it. There's no point in having <laughs> bad content. Like, just delete it. <laughs> Let it go. Let's right. move on. We can do better things. We Especially do... if you're like a great businessman, let's just focus right. on that. Right. Let's focus on that. You need me to help you out with that or like get somebody, handle the we social can hire media. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's not a problem. I agree. So that's not an issue. No, 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 no. Everyone's I would tell him to delete it. If we would have gotten there, I would have told him, okay, I'm going to need you to delete this. <laughs> or start from scratch. Yeah, yeah start from scratch. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, start from scratch. But there's, there's, there's stranger barriers now. And sometimes men need guidance too. Like mm-hmm. if you texting him, like you just tell him, hey, I'm, I'm, I like talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. That might be a dream guy needing a bit of guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I think we all need a little guidance. Yeah. You're still learning someone. Yeah. You always can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah, but this year I definitely going back to what you were saying, dating outside my race. I definitely want to try that. It's good to be open. Yeah. Like you yeah. just never know. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta spread your wings. Yeah. Figure Sometimes. out what's out there. I've never been into like pink meat or nothing, but I definitely. What? I'm sorry. Say that again for me. <laughs> I won't. I wouldn't mind. I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> she said what you heard. And she, she heard you heard. That's, what a, said. that's a new one. Bro. <laughs> That is a new one. <laughs> but moving it's on. It's 2020, so. That's okay. not okay in 2020. <laughs> moving, moving on from this conversation, though, I will say this. Just like an interview or or anything like that, you need to have your three questions or two questions that you can ask a guy beyond that first impression. Mm-hmm. You got kids? That's a solid question. I got all questions. Are you dating, married? Mm-hmm. Does anybody else? think? Does anybody <laughs> think they're with you? Man, right you got to ask all of that yeah. because it's like, no, I told you when I met you. No, I told you no. that I had people. I'm with no, you. No, 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 no. no, no, you no, no. Tell me all that. Huh? Maybe months later, you'd be like, time out. Now yeah. I thought we were dating. Right, so you, right. You have a full life, like mm-hmm. real life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, you've had that experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. You find out later. You just be sitting there. Mm-hmm. So... Men be having whole side families. Families Oof. they hiding from the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. You find out later. It just is what it is. I mean, that's no good, brothers out there. We can't. Now you know damn well. You do, brother. No, I don't. I don't. Not associate you myself personally, with... but no, I don't associate myself with stuff like that at all. Okay, good. At all. He's good. a good boy. You a good Haitian man. Good husband. Yeah, absolutely, because I know 
from experience how Haitian men are. Okay, <laughs> so, I was gonna you say. You know what I'm saying? Like I have I, Haitian men who had that whole side family back in Port-au-Prince. I'm telling well, you, I'm telling yeah, you, girl. Yeah, run for your <laughs> life. That's a normal sis. occurrence. That's just if you heard that, you wouldn't be surprised. Like, no, oh, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 makes sense, right? But the thing about Haitian men, they make their money stretch, so all their side families get taken care of. Oh my god! Everybody got new shoes. I'm Haitian school. and I have one family, and that's what's going. <laughs> Happy for the rest of my life. Bless. Yeah. No, nah, but um, this is an interesting conversation because we always talk about relationships. I mean, yeah, we always have to bring it up at the end. It's just, always. It's, it's something important. interesting to know people. I mean, where people are at in yeah. their life with their relationships. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. it can change at any moment. I might come in here one day be like, I'm married. So, oh, and then we just like that. I'm for no that. Wedding? Why not? Just drop the marriage. Just the what? No wedding. Just it. Yeah, I'm married, y'all. So go ahead on. Go ahead on with the episode. I'm, I'm mar- not married yet. And I'm not even in a relationship yet. Oh drop God. the marriage. Put it out there. You're going to drop the marriage like, like lemonade? Drop it. You're going to just drop, drop it like lemonade? Why not? Oh, man. It's just going to be Why on title in the morning. People, I feel like people should know what they want. Like, you should know what you want. Now what? Turn that camera, brother. What you mean? There are men out here who literally like they know they want to marry. They know they want to marry you. They meet you. They I've seen it. I've seen it. How long before I'll marriage? Get to That's know the question. You, How long? I'll get to know you, you on a honeymoon. At least a year. But is there a time on it? <laughs> is there a time on it though? You really feel like there's a time on it, or is it? Three to five minutes. Five years. That's a ridiculous. If so, if you're forty and you want to have kids, you're saying you're gonna three to five year me? You can freeze them eggs. Figure it out. Ain't nobody freezing no eggs. Especially just to turn around five years later and still marry you after I've been chilling here living right. for five years. Right. Absolutely not. But we gotta go through some ups and downs. We, we can do that within a couple of. We need all you need is four seasons. All you need is four seasons. It's crazy because you do what you don't. Because even once you get in marriage, you still gotta go through things. That's the thing. Like I don't know. Yeah. I think that's why. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let's gather the conversation. We go here. I said the deal breakers and all that. Because I said two months within two months, I know whether or not it's going to be something long term, or if mm-hmm. I'm really, um, if I wake up tomorrow, I'm not reaching out. Mm-hmm. I know that within a, like a two month span, mm-hmm. right? And so I was telling him that he was like, "Oh, so you get married in two months?" I was like, "If that was where we both of us felt like we were at, absolutely." Mm-hmm. I don't like it's not a matter. Of Why are you shaking your head? Why not? That's and some ninety day fiance shit. That ain't reality. reality. Within that time, you would have had your. You should have had. All the preliminary conversations, your likes, your dislikes, your deal breakers, what works, where your future's headed, where your present is right now. No, you don't even but, know what they look like in the summertime. No, you don't, no you gotta I'm see how you. No, not in New York. No, nope. <laughs> you gotta see them seasons change. You gotta. No, I'm not. <laughs> what I'm saying. Is that things people change when the temp? You, you remember your guy going to curl fest? You ain't know you won't know that. And oh yeah, he was, they were both hosts. Yeah, exactly. And you <laughs> don't know that until <laughs> curl fest. I'm looking in the background. It's all this like melanin and hair. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, y'all had curl. Are you? You had curl fest? <laughs> <laughs> like we were supposed, we only do brunch every time, and we can't go to brunch because you. <laughs> the dude. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Curl fest. Oh, they knew where they knew where to go. Oh, there's no parking at Prospect Park. 
So you ain't stumble into Curl Fest. Like, no, that was an go. intention. Yeah. Oh, we just gonna walk. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and so's doing a birthday party nope. in the park. But it happens to be the same week. Get out of here. You're bugging. Nah. Nah. King. Don't lie, King. Don't Like, a small amount of time, maybe not two months exactly, where two people felt like, you know what, this is it. And but then it works, no though. Yeah. I've seen people yeah. wait two, five years, get yeah. married, and break up and get a divorce. So what you saying? Is there a time or is there no time? Well, things always change, too. Like, I, I told y'all before, me and my wife had to meet each other about nine different times. Ups, downs, lefts, rights. That happens, like, though. That's the thing. It's like, why do people feel like, it ch- like it's going to change... Like, oh, you, I got to date you for years and years and years. And then when we get married, we're not going to have ups and downs then either? It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. I think it's case by case. You got to see how somebody deals with adversity. Yo, Jess, you start dating a guy two years ago. I need at least four seasons. No, but hold on. Yeah, that makes sense. But you start dating a guy two years ago. Fast forward to now or even what what the end of this year is going to look like for you. He's not going to know how to react to you on a red carpet and XYZ no, had, giving you a hug. Dating, the last person I was dating, it was kind of like that. They like, not I, I started dating him before things started going a certain way for me. And I, he did, he was a great guy, but I feel like he uh, was, he, he had insecurities. That's tough. He had insecurities. Like, if I went to certain events and I took pictures with some with certain people, like, I remember I took a picture with, um, what's that guy, the rapper from Harlem that everybody goes crazy for? Dave East. Dave East. I took a picture with Dave East one time. Lord. It was over. My God. I mean. I didn't hear the end of that. Like... The, it was the way you positioned, and I don't know your booty. Your booty was touching the inner part of his his. Nope. his. Look at the. Like <laughs> he just was reaching for Not the Not your booty was touching yeah, the inner like, part. Like <laughs> like it was zooming a, in on yeah, that he thing. Was breaking, Two finger in it. He was breaking it down. Like meanwhile, it's like yo, was literally like that's a, yeah, look. Like, look at this. Yeah. Look, look. And then like it turned into. It turned into my boys and I. We was looking at the picture. Like it turned oh, into the boys don't help. Yeah. The ba- yeah, the boys they put are, the battery in his back. In. Yeah, they put you the battery in his back. You yeah. let your girl do this. I yeah. see it now. Yo, nah. Yeah, Look, that two bro. fingers zoom in. <laughs> Meanwhile, literally, it was a security guard that put me there and literally had his hand ready for me. It don't me matter. To you don't gotta explain push yourself. Push me out of the way when I was done. Like you don't need literally. to explain yourself. But I'm nah, just saying, yeah. like, yeah, so, I mean, you need a secure man. But there you go though, because it's like changes, right? Because Life changes, business changes, the way the world sees you changes. Like you got your partner don't know. No, but sometimes I, I people grow too. out of love I see too. What you're like I think there's so much room for change in general that you have to be kind of open. I think if you become so like this is how it's gonna go. I mean, like think about where we thought we would be when we were certain age versus where we're at now. Yeah. Like you, you can't like predict that. So if you, this is what you and that person want to agree to do. Cool. I mean, if it. You pray for the best and you hope yeah. that you guys are going to stay together and you're not going to, you know, get a divorce, God forbid. But, like, yeah. it happens. Yeah. yeah. It, it It's just, it's life. There's, yeah. there's a certain kind of guy that could could date a woman like, women are like, y'all. Yeah, I'm just... Stop I, categorizing I us. We're women. Oh. Just, I'm just telling you. this. Is, yeah. Balance. I think all of this goes down to balance. What we lack in is the balance. The men are too overly masculine. They lack in the feminine side. 
that's why women are able to win mm. because they've had to be so masculine in this world. Mm. They have to provide for themselves and things of that nature. So they already have the feminine cycle. They're female. Men are just go get your money, get do all of this. But men, women get their money on their own now. They don't. They don't need a man to get their money. So it's mm. finding the balance, and that's what men are lacking in this in the world. So that's why they gotta you know catch up. Get, mm-hmm. get in touch with the feminine side. It's, Find that balance. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. right. Everything's definitely about balance. Yeah. Agreed. That, that was a good conversation. It was a great conversation. I, I, I want to know more about what you're working on, though. Like, oh, yeah. And what we can expect from you. Anything that you want to push. Let the people oh, know yeah. About. I mean, my EP, Moods of the Cancer, is out. It did really, really well. I downloaded I was, it. You did? Uh, and, and you played Vacation. I, I played several you, songs. I've you did. Up on my story. You did. Every time you play something, people will be like, oh, my God, Angela's playing your songs. And I remember the first time I noticed it, I was like, oh, that touched oh. my That made me feel good. Made me feel gushy inside. It's good stuff. Yeah. That's but, dope. Um, I mean, I remember when I, when I was about to put it out, I was like, I don't think I'm going to put this out. Because, you know, people don't like to take people who've been on television or if they see you on social media, they don't take you serious with your music. Yeah, it's tough. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I remember when I put it out and, like, Forbes picked it up and it did. It was number two on the R&B charts on iTunes. So now that it's done what it's done, I'm, I feel confident now. So I'm going to actually start recording the next one. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So I'm, rec- I'm going to start, I'm going to go to Atlanta soon and Miami soon. Uh, I look forward to re- to working with like Rico Love. Um, there's Fun. a guy, mm-hmm, there's a guy named SK in Atlanta, Sean Penn in Atlanta. So I think this next one's going to be way, like this one was good. It was just starter, you yeah. said. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, now that I know like people going to rock with it, like I know I can really put my foot in it this time. Nice. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing some more. Thank Absolutely. you. I appreciate and it. And we appreciate you coming out. I know you were not feeling too I know. You pushed through this. <laughs> I did. I Don't some. catch the flu. Don't catch the flu. I'm going Get home to put flu. so much echinacea down please, my throat. Please, please, <laughs> please. Like I've I never can't. had the flu before, and I thought I was going home to glory. I really did. I thought I was yeah. just. See you at the crossroads. I was done. We're going to get but. you the Louis Lemaske tea rub down. Yes, please. You're going to be good. <laughs> You're going to be all right. So I guess in closing, uh, we kind of touched on your purpose a bit. We did, and she said she's evolving, and mm-hmm. her purpose is always evolving. So I guess in closing, you can kind of just tell women who are trying to find their purpose in your industry, <laughs> just kind of give them like a pathway or, or a, a tool that they can kind of move forward with. Ooh, man, in the industry... I think trust your trust your instinct, trust your gifts, trust your gifts. Like your gifts were given to you by God for a reason. Like trust your gifts, trust your instincts, and um, obviously, definitely trust God. And just make sure that all the decisions that you make go back to your why. It's like what you say, like don't forget your why. So make sure whatever decisions that you're making, it coincides with your why. I think that's the best I can say. That's dope. That's Thank, you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love.
Dungeons and Daddies is an improvised comedy podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons to tell the story of four suburban dads transported to a land of high fantasy in a quest to rescue their missing kids. Join a wannabe coach dad. Hands in the middle, everyone. A dad rock cover band dad. Hey man, we play some originals. A Birkenstock wearing hippie dad. I prefer environmentally conscious. And a businessman stepdad. Doing business is my job. As they tool around, fighting orcs, befriending witches, running up a tab at a tavern, and fleeing in their minivan. You know, normal fantasy stuff. It's called Dungeons and Daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is not a BDSM podcast. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.